This is Walk to Wealth, Episode 5. My name is John Mendez, and I am your host. Welcome to Walk to Wealth, where I motivate and inspire people new to the world of personal finance by letting you all in behind the scenes of someone who's still on his way. Welcome, everyone. For all my new listeners, thanks for taking the time to check out my podcast. And for all the returning listeners, thank you for the loyalty and the support. So today's episode is going to be a lot less structured than my previous episodes. I'm kind of going to be a little more raw, a little more authentic in this episode. And as you guys know from the intro, I want to take you all behind the scenes of someone who is still on the process of trying to be wealthy. That's someone being me. And a lot of people tend to leave out the negatives within their story. And they only show the highlights, which is, you know, that's exactly why social media is so popping now. It's because you see the highlights of everyone's life and everyone looks like they're having a marvelous time. And they look like they're super successful entrepreneurs. And, you know, there's a lot that goes behind the scenes that they don't share. And it's, you know, it's not their, it's not anyone's business for them to be sharing. But, you know, it's not like they just woke up one day and they were magically happy and successful and had everything that they wanted, you know. So in today's episode, I'm really going to be sharing with you guys my mindset at the start of the new year and like kind of the end of last year where my mindset was at and how working all these hours kind of negatively took a, a toll on my mind and my relationships and stuff like that. And I'm pretty much going to be giving you some of the negative thoughts that came across my mind that I had to deal with and overcome before finally getting my head back on my shoulder so I can hit the ground running this year. So I'm going to be starting with my thoughts on dropping out because as you guys may know from the first episode, I decided to drop out two years into college um, this past semester in the spring. And it was a, a pretty, I wouldn't say hard decision to make. The thought came into my head in like around... The October of like 2020, in that time period, that's when the seed was planted. And the thought of like, hey, I really don't like this online school stuff. And maybe this might not be the best option for me. There might be something else. And then what really made it worse is once I started joining the personal finance community, and I started learning all these things about investing, about, you know, passive income, about dividends and all these little buzzwords that people throw around in there and you know how to build your credit i was like sheesh like where was all this information when i was in college and i haven't learned any of that in college as anyone knows the first two years is general education courses anyways you know that didn't really help the idea that i already wanted to drop out it just kind of gave me more reason to drop out i dropped out in officially i dropped out in may i was pretty much in it in a place where at least at the time where Dropping out, that's what I wanted to do. I was extremely passionate about it. And I don't regret my decision now at all. I would not go back to school. I still don't really see the value in getting my degree, you know. A lot of people say that it's just for security. But in life, you don't get anywhere with security, you know. You're not going to accomplish your dreams being secure. You're going to accomplish your dream by taking a risk. A calculated risk, that is, you know, you're not, you just can't 
drop everything and go do some random thing. You know, you got to have a, at least a plan. That's the bare minimum. One thing that I learned is that with school, someone told me that once you finish your last year of formal education, you have pretty much like a 10-year countdown to get somewhere with your life and do something. Because from there, you know, you get into the real world. And after those first 10 years, it gets exponentially harder. I finished school in May. And it's like I kind of just dove right into like the world of adulting. And it's been pretty, pretty difficult, I guess. I mean, to me, because I was just so driven behind a goal, you know, it didn't seem like a lot for me. But college generally is like one of those few years in your life where you're still not accepting full responsibility for everything. So you can be a little more carefree. You can have a little more fun. You can have a little more, make a little more memories. And with college, although you're getting into debt, a lot of the memories that you make in college are invaluable. So these are like, oh, you know, college debt, student loans, yada, yada, yada. But um, those memories that you make, a lot of those people that you meet are friends that you're going to make forever. You know, friends that are going to be walking down the aisle with you or being your, your bridesmaid and your, your whatever. At your, they're going to be at your wedding for the most part. They're going to be at your all your, your baby shower. They're going to be everywhere. Like These people that you meet in college can become like your bestest friends. And a lot of people... They only look at college from like getting a degree or like uh, uh, strictly uh, getting in debt type of mindset. It's like there's so much more things that college has to offer. There's like abundance of opportunity in colleges. If you use a college correctly, there's abundance of opportunity. You can go there and you can really make a big impression on the right people. You could set yourself up for success pretty easily just by networking and showing up and being active. Dropping out, it's like, especially because a lot of my friends stayed in school and I'm over here working, working and working. And it's like, I see sometimes their stories and stuff like that and they're having a blast and they're chilling, hanging out with each other. It's like, I can't even be there no more. That kind of leads me into my next topic. And so 2021 was a great year for me overall. But as I said, I was working a ton and most people our age, you know, they think working 35, 40 hours is a bunch. And I was doing almost double that. And that's not to toot my own horn. But I was working a ton. And as you guys may know, I was already in the process of trying to get my real estate license. And this year, well, this past year, I probably felt the most disconnected from everyone in my life. I just felt so, like, isolated. And part of it is, like, my own fault because... I decided to go on this journey of really bettering myself and trying to get wealthy now rather than wait. This this road that I'm taking, it, it's been kind of lonely for the most part. There's not too many people my age really, really trying to get after it, like really trying to get after it and make it happen as soon as possible. So while everyone's out partying, I'm here making all the music that they party too little Drake quote, but not nah, back to the main messages. While everyone's out having fun, it's like all my friends are having fun. They're all getting closer to each other. They're all making memories with each other. I'm home or I'm trying to work at one of my jobs or I'm trying to do something like learn about investing or learn more about which credit card I should get next, which one has the best welcome bonus. This past summer, one of my really good friends got locked up. And unfortunately, I only seen him one time this summer. 
And I probably could have seen him more times because he was around and they, he would, they would text in a group chat whenever they would link up and everything, my boys or whatever. And I would always see it, but because I'll be working or I'll be trying to do something, I was never able to show up or pop out when all my friends linked up and I would just be at home or be at working or something like that. And I only got to see him one time. And it's kind of sad because I could have seen him more times and now he's locked away for a while. So I'm probably not going to see him for a, a, a while. And I only seen him one time this summer and I definitely could have seen him more times. And it's just kind of sad because this is someone that, um, always been in my circle he's been in my circle of friends for since like middle school kind of and we always we all grew up with each other on xbox and went to middle school with each other in high school for a little bit and now it's like reality hits and as i said i'm not gonna see him for a while and i have another friend um not as close but he was locked away and i played football with him a bunch and we also grew up in the same like project neighborhood. We came out from the same projects, and he had some things going for himself. And I would get in conversation with him every once in a while, but he was locked away this past summer, and I didn't even get to see him at all. I think I've seen have seen him once the past summer, and because I was working so hard and working so much, I didn't really get to see anyone. One of my other boys that plays football, I think I seen him once before he headed up. And the day that I seen him was just so happened to be the day before he left. So it's not like I could have even planned to make uh, you know, make time for him again. Because by the time I realized he was going back to school, it was the day before. So, you know, I couldn't really see him at all. My other boys that are all in the group chat, I only seen them maybe two, three, four times. And they are in Stanford across town. They're not far from me at all. It's probably like a five, ten minute drive. I didn't get the chance to see any of them because I was just working the whole time. This year, too, around my birthday time, there's probably, like, the least amount of birthday, you know, happy birthday texts or calls that I received ever. It's it's not a big deal, you know. Once you become an adult, like an older adult, it's like you get less and less of those. But it definitely just hit me like a train this year. It's like I went from having a bunch of happy birthday texts and calls to just, like, a, sm- a small handful. And it's like, whoa. Sheesh, like, where all my friends go, like, they won't forget about me. You know, it's not too big of a deal, but little things like that definitely add up after a while, especially when your your mindset is already, like, you feel like you're losing everyone. You feel like you're an outcast. I always felt like I was an outcast, but I always had my circle. But it's like, I still feel so far away, even within that circle, within most of my spheres. I just, just feel like I'm the furthest away. I'm not in the circle as much as I used to be. And yeah, it may be a good thing because I'm working on myself. I'm better in myself trying to prepare for my future. But at the same time, you know, it's that idea of I would I would take a year or two longer if I could make more memories, if I can maintain my relationships. I don't have to lose everyone. I would definitely sacrifice another three years just so I can make more memories now and wait longer to be richer or wait longer to be wealthy. Because what's the point of working this hard if once you get to where you want to get to, you look back and no one's around. You have no one to share your memories with, you know. You have no one to go call about your good news. It really hit my brain really around my birthday time. And it didn't get any better because once I got into real estate, I was spending a lot of time trying to learn all of that stuff. Because real estate, when you don't 
have any experience prior to get into real estate, it's a big learning curve, to be honest. I probably could have hit the ground running in a different way and been a little bit further now, but I also came in to real estate with two jobs. So I was also working around 50 hours at that time. And then the rest of my time, even my time when I was at K Jewelers, I would just try to be, I would just try to learn more about real estate stuff and how to get this stuff going because it's a lot. And I'm just now kind of getting over the learning curve, but there's so much more that I have to learn. But I'm in a phase where now I'm actually getting started and I'm just learning on the way. For those of you that don't know, I'm a very goal-driven person. Very, very goal-driven. I want to know, you know, how are we going to do this? What are we going to do? What's the solution? What's the result? You know, how are we going to get this done? I want to know that beforehand or come up with that right away so I know that I'm not wasting my time. That hasn't always been in my favor because real estate is one of those careers that takes time and you have to do a lot of things consistently before results finally start to show. Working at the restaurant, K Jewelers, the restaurant in the summer definitely pays me very well. And I was working a pretty decent amount at K Jewelers and they paid me pretty good too. Once around that October time, once I was ending my last days at, at, at K, I was making a little less than I was, well, a lot less than I was in the summer. The restaurant was dying down and K eventually quit by the end of October. So that's one of my sources of income right out the window. And that was the most stable source of income because K, it was per hour. I was getting paid per hour and there was a commission, but the commission wasn't all that great to be honest, but it was a little something. And now that the winter time was coming, the restaurant job really slows down. So I'm getting nowhere near much as that, as much as I made in the summer. So that allowed me to put more time into real estate, which in turn sounds good, but Real estate, as I said, is one of those careers where it takes a while before results really start to show up. And I pretty much just been working at the restaurant and trying to get this real estate stuff started up. And I haven't really been getting paid any money at all. So for like the last almost two months or so, or maybe like two and a half months, money has been pretty tight. And I've been having to stay to a more strict budget because I didn't have any money to spend really because all my money is coming for the restaurant, but the restaurant's super slow because it's the winter time and there's real estate stuff still hasn't been taken off yet. And as I said, I'm very goal oriented. I'm very goal driven. So me putting all this work into real estate and it's like, I'm still not getting paid. I'm still not, you know, I'm still not selling houses. I'm still not out here helping people buy houses. I haven't closed really any transactions besides that first rental that I did, which is really taking a toll on myself because I'm one of those people that I, I just expect so much higher, so much better for myself. And that's good because it helps drive me. But then I hear people that, you know, are older than me and far more successful than me. And they're always saying that, John, you're doing great. John, you know, you're so far ahead. You're so way beyond your years. And it's like, but in my head, it's like, I need to get going already. I need to get this done. I need to get started. I need to start taking off. But in their head, they see from the outside looking in, it's like, John, you're doing great. And I guess that could be my own fault that I, I, I think that way because I am a little hard on myself. But I also am hard on myself for a reason. But I think what I really need to work on is just being more grateful for everything because you get into this mode of work, 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 and then 
you get into doing to-do lists and what you got to get done by the end of the day, and you never take a time to actually appreciate the things that you get done, it, it takes a toll on you for a while. And for a little bit, I was really starting to question like, hey, I maybe I might need to get another little source of side income or something like that. And I started questioning real estate for a little bit. And I was kind of burnt out. I was just, it was especially hard too because the holidays and it kind of got me off my schedule. So it was kind of hard to snap back in. And although I was able to have a pretty fun holidays, for example, my, my New Year's Eve, I was working my dinner shift at the restaurant, didn't get out till 11.30. And at that point, I just decided to stay at the restaurant because it's also a nightclub and just stay for, to watch the ball drop and hang out with some of my coworkers and stuff like that. And then New Year's Day, I didn't get home until about 2 in the morning. So I had to go home, shower and stuff, and get to bed. And then I woke up around 9 and had to do all my stuff to get ready, be dressed. And at Norwalk, which is a couple towns over, it's about a 20-minute drive from where I live, by 10 o'clock. Then I had to go show three apartments, went back home, ate, and then worked a double at the restaurant. Didn't clock out till almost 10.30. Didn't get home till almost 10.45. Let's take a quick break. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. If you didn't know, part of my mission statement comes from Plato's quote, the duty of the enlightened is to enlighten the unenlightened. And so since you guys are getting enlightened with all the gems we're dropping on this podcast, it is now your duty to share this with a friend so that then they can become enlightened and continue on their walks to wealth. So make sure to stop what you're doing right now, share this with a friend so we can continue being amazing humans and helping others in their walks to wealth. I was, I'm, I'm working a, a bunch, but I'm not getting paid anywhere near close to how much I'm, I'm making in the summer. It's not even close at all. Like I made probably like maybe four times more in the summer, maybe close to five times more, maybe close to six or seven times more at this point. You know, I made a, so much more in the summer. And I know in the back of my head that once this real estate stuff gets for going, finally, I'm going to be able to really reap all the fruits. But it's like, shh, I need to get this. I need to get this going now a little bit because I need to, I need to sustain myself. And luckily I have a reserve. So I'm, I'm kind of chilling right now because I'm in a good spot. So, but if I didn't have a reserve, I, I might have been screwed for a little bit. I might have had to pick up another job or something like that just to maintain myself. So that has also kind of taken a toll on my head as well. Another thing that has taken a pretty big toll on me is the fact that all my leads so far from real estate have been people that have been referred to me from other agents. And a part of me is like, yes, you know, send me all your referrals. I love referrals. But then another part of me, it's like, John, you still haven't learned to fish yet. And it's back to that saying is you give a man a fish, he eats for a day, which is where I'm at right now. But if you teach a man how to fish, he eats forever. And so I still feel like I haven't learned to fish yet. I'm just trying to learn how to fish because knowing that all my leads come from referrals, yes, it's great, but it's kind of a, a shot at my own ego. It's like, John, you need to start getting something done on your own. You need to generate some business on your own because referral business, at least in my stage of where I'm at with my career, isn't a sustainable source. It's just kind of like I'm just hoping for people to hopefully, you know, reach out to me with someone that, you know, they they don't have the bandwidth to, to help out. And hoping doesn't get you anywhere. You know, you have to take 
action that's repeatable. And once you do that repeatable action, then you can start generating business. And as I said, a part of me still hasn't really got that down yet. So I got to learn how to do that before my brain eats itself away. The last thing that's kind of been taking a toll on me is how inconvenient this journey has been so far. And yes, it's been fun. I had a lot of memories. I've been able to meet a lot of great people and network and get in front of a bunch of people that I never would have met before if I haven't headed down this journey. I've also been able to invest and build my credit. There's so many positives, but there's also a lot of inconvenience. Like I wake up at five in the morning every day and some days it's like, <laughs> I don't want to be up right now at all. And I go to the gym usually about within the hour of I wake up, I head to the gym. So around six, I'm already in the gym trying to get my workout in, which is even more inconvenient. And anyone that's actually exercises faithfully knows how inconvenient working out is. And I enjoy working out. I'm in great shape. You know, I'm, I, I can work out and have a blast, but it's still so inconvenient, especially in the morning. And I do it like five days a week. It's so inconvenient. And there'll be days, you know, I have to give up sleep. There'll be days that I'm working literally the entire day. And on top of all of that, it's you're kind of still figuring it out. And you got to accept the fact that you, you're not going to figure it out all over one night. But you have to figure it out sooner. So hopefully you can start being more productive and actually start getting some income. Luckily for me, I still live with my grandparents. So if I don't sell a house, I'm good for quite a bit of time. But for a lot of people, they have other obligations. So the pressure is on once you become your own boss. It really turns on a lot. And even for people who can take on a lot, it still becomes a lot. And unless you have you know, a background in sales or you have a large database coming in or you're already well equipped for it, you're just kind of getting over the learning curve at first. And it's difficult to really get over that learning curve when you have multiple other things that are obligations that take up your time. And especially when those obligations that are taking up your time are what's keeping, you know, your bills paid. So it's like, I can't really, you know, quit right now. But then again, I could just quit and risk it all and, you know, turn my back, put my back against the wall and force myself to become successful. But it's all a matter of how how far you're willing to go. But even still, it's very inconvenient. It's very inconvenient. Not being able to be as spontaneous and go out with friends as you used to because, you know, you have to stick to your schedule or not being able to do certain things because... you don't have the time for it. And I believe you make time for the things you want to make time for. But even still, having just that, that freedom to decide what you want to do. And when you're in growth mode, you kind of feel as if you don't deserve really to have fun yet, which is where I'm at right now. I'm in growth mode. And it's like, how do I take a vacation? How do I go have fun? I, I need to hurry up and get this going. I need to become producer a producer already and so i kind of just been picking away at my brain for the most part i say which kind of helped me get over that is sometimes i have to sit back and just think of how far i actually came and there's a lot of people that reach out to me and ask me you know how do you become an agent or something like that or ask for some advice and it's like you know i'm in a position where 
people are starting to come to me for advice, which goes to show that I'm doing something right. Because if I wasn't, no one would ask me for my advice. So taking a step back to sometimes be grateful for the journey that I'm on and where I've been, because if I can already start helping people out now, once I actually start becoming successful, it's only going to get a way easier to start helping more people out and start sharing and spreading more knowledge. Overall, do I regret dropping out? Nah, not at all. I do not regret dropping out at all. Do I think I would have had a better life if I decided to stay in school? I'd say in the short term, I would have had a more convenient life. But I'm glad that I did drop out. Because now at least I don't have to study for finals. I don't have to worry about buying furniture for my apartment once I become a senior. I don't have to worry about getting more in debt. So, you know, it's it's a new set of problems that I'm dealing with. But I'd rather deal with these problems than go back to school. And then for the issue of being overworked, you know, I feel like I have to set times where I can take a break. And that's okay because... If you continue to work, 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 you'll burn, you'll burn out, and then your quality of work will just start diminishing. So I come to understand that and understand having a balance. And this year, I really plan on making a, an effort to stay in touch with as many people as I can in my circle and making sure that these relationships don't fall apart. In terms of taking the lonely road, I'd say that now that I'm starting to network again, now that I'm starting to reach back out to people, I feel like this this year upcoming is not going to be as lonely, you know, and now that I have one transaction under my belt as well, money isn't going to be as tight as time of me recording this, my invoice for my first transaction, it just got sent out and I've made so far $25 in real estate, you know, (laughs) my pocket's getting a little fat now, so $25, I'm a big baller. Um, I'm also now starting to learn how to fish a little bit more, starting to get things going a little bit. I'm starting to generate my own leads, starting you know, to have conversations. I'm starting to talk to my Lyft drivers or Uber drivers and try to get their phone numbers so I can get in contact with them. And a lot of the stuff that used to inconvenience me, it still inconveniences me, man. But as I said, you have to pick your problems that you choose. And I'd rather deal with some of these problems. You know, I get up at five in the morning, I work out, and by the time I'm ready to go, it's like half the people are still getting out of their beds or not even getting out of their beds. These people are sleeping until 10 a.m., 11 a.m. Some people sleeping until noon. By the time they wake up, I'm already up and going. I'm hitting the ground running. I'm in full stride. So, as I said, yeah, there's been a lot that I had to go through mentally, but I'm glad that I did, and I'm glad that I was able to find myself a little bit before I got too too deep into a a rabbit hole of negativity and feeling burnt out and being overworked because it would have been a lot harder to dig myself out of that hole had I not found myself now and fixed it before the issue got out of hand. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. Again, I am your host, John Mendez. You can find me at John Mendez underscore realtor and at walk to wealth on Instagram. Please make sure to subscribe and leave a review if you're loving the podcast so far. New episodes are released every Sunday. Look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Take care.